You are Locked On Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Jaguar fans? Welcome to another edition of Locked On Jaguars. It's your man, Tony Wiggins, uh, and we're getting real, real close to training camp, and we're getting real close to going back to five days a week with the podcast. So I thank you all for your patience. I thank uh, everybody for tuning in uh, in this little bit of an abbreviated offseason. I got to let you know that today's show is sponsored by rockauto.com. Rock Auto is, is where you can get amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. What I want to talk about today is something that I keep getting asked every time I do an interview and every time I jump on somebody else's podcast. And it's, it's, it's ironic that I was asked this because this is something that has also, you know, kind of been on my mind. And it is this. While we're trying to figure out exactly what's going to happen this year and how it's going to play out, one of the questions and one of the things that keeps coming up is what could go wrong? If there's something that could absolutely derail or if there's something that could absolutely make uh, this season not as successful as you'd like, what could it and what would it be? And uh, we're going to talk about that. We'll get to it in the first segment. And um, we'll, we'll go through a little bit more of it in the second segment when, we're, when we'll talk about what could possibly go right also. So you can – you can start off bad or you can start off good and it could go bad or you can start off bad and it could go good. And then at some point you get an identity and you start to figure it out. So in segment three, I'm going to tell you what I think might occur. Okay. It's just that the reason why this is so significant and important to me to bring up as a subject is because with all of the excitement and the newness of this, uh, urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence, um, those are the main two uh, two parts of this. What, with all of the excitement, we, we sometimes forget that, you know, you got to execute. You got to go out on the field and you got to get it done. And you also have a tendency to forget that there are other teams trying to do the same thing and they're just not going to let you do it, you know. The impact of a coach in college, I believe, is bigger than the impact of a coach in the NFL. The NFL is all about players. And I know some college people that will probably argue with me and disagree with me about that. And they'll say that, well, in college, you have to have players too. And, and you're right. You do. The difference is though, in college, even though quarterback play is critical, the quarterback doesn't have to be generationally great in college. And usually in the NFL, that's not the case in the NFL. Usually, in, in order for you to have long-term success over a long period of time, you need a great quarterback. I don't know a team that doesn't have long-term success that didn't have a great quarterback. In college, you've seen Alabama win with guys who went to the NFL, but you've also seen them win with guys who didn't go to the NFL. You've seen other uh, programs in college where guys were great college players. I mean, and, and if you don't know what I mean by that, I know I'm going to go back a long ways, but Danny Werfel, guys like that. 
Matt Leiner. You've seen great college players that, you know, teams hit on their quarterbacks and they have success during those three years or four years that that guy's on campus, right? Tim Tebow. But then in the NFL, those guys aren't as good, right? But the teams in the NFL that have long sustained success are the teams that hit on the quarterback. And generally the teams that hit on the quarterback, they also get credit for having a great coach. And I think those things go hand in hand. I think in college, though, the coach is the leader. If you want to know which one of those two things uh, mean the most in college, it's the coach because he's the guy that's going to be there hopefully for, you know, more than a decade or so where the player is going to cycle in and cycle out. In the NFL, it's totally different. So the point that I'm trying to make is in the league, it's a player's league. So when you look at Jacksonville and their success or the success you hope they have, it's going to be more about Trevor Lawrence than it is about Urban Meyer. It doesn't mean that I'm saying that Urban isn't important. He is. He's extremely important. But make no mistake about it, it's a player's league. I've used this uh, this saying several times because it, it might be wrong but I'm, and it might be a paraphrase, but I think Bill Parcells said at some point you have to realize you can only get your team so far, like to a conference championship or a halftime. Or the, at some point it comes down to the players. And – we have to understand that when we, we're trying to evaluate what could go wrong, it may not even be the case of trying to figure out if it's right or wrong, but it goes back to the expectation. The expectation uh, in Jacksonville, whether you like it or not, is going to match the excitement here in Jacksonville. And I don't know if that expectation is going to be met instantly. And so when you talk about what could go wrong – it's not necessarily about going wrong, but the the success that you hope for because of the excitement you have, the success might be a little bit delayed. It might not come as quickly as you think it will because traditionally rookies don't win Super Bowls. Traditionally, rookies give you a glimpse of what's going to come, but they just don't always play well right out of, out of the gate. You see the talent, but you, you got to understand that this is a different game now. Some grown men here. You know what I'm saying? So because of that, maybe you won't get what it feels like you're supposed to get if you, if you follow me. Maybe you won't get what it feels like you're supposed to get right out of the gate. You got me? That's what I'm talking about. There's a level of excitement the, the, the type of excitement that the Jaguars have, it feels like the type of excitement you have when a team is headed to the Super Bowl. And that's because of Urban. That's because of his message and his messaging and the team's messaging. Something I said for years needed to be fixed. And then the acquisition of what people believe is a generational talent at quarterback. And they've never had that here. With all due respect to Mark Bunnell and David Garrard, Brian Leftwich, they've never had a generational uh, franchise-changing QB. So that level of excitement will have you thinking, we're going to be this. But then reality may set in, and it may go slower. And I'm going to tell you in the second segment why I think that that's a possibility. And it's, it's not going to be on Trevor. It's going to be an urban.
and I'm going to give you some examples why I believe we have to be very, 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 very careful when it comes to our expectation. And we have to be also extremely careful with understanding how much impact Urban Meyer can have. I think he's a great coach. I think he's a great manager. I think he's done great. I think he's a good talent evaluator. I think all of that stuff. So I'm going to preface it. This is not a beat up on Urban session here. That's not what it is. But what it is, is is this is the reality that I told everybody. This is what has to happen when the barbecue and the celebration is over. You have to really get down to what the actual expectations are and what they might be. I'll tell you in the, in the second segment why Urban is extremely important in this scenario. And we'll do it in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. I got to tell you about Bet Online though. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to get paid on all of your sports action. And betting on sports action is how you get paid, right? Baseball season is in full swing. Great home run derby last night. And you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, whatever's going on in the NBA Finals, you can learn from that, and a lot of action in UFC and MMA as well. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up, bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On, It's BetOnline, and that is your online sportsbook experts. It's where I go to get paid, man, and you can do the same. Put your mind and your money together, multiply that stuff, and make those pockets fat. All right, so I'm getting into this, what the expectations, what's the best and the worst-case scenario of the expectations. First of all, this isn't a Debbie Downer show because – it's just not what it is. I think the Jaguars organization has nowhere to go but up, and I think they've done everything, uh, for the most part, the right way uh, to ensure that they're going to get better and they're going to improve. I think Urban Meyer was a home run hire. I think drafting Trevor Lawrence and the other players that they picked in the draft were good. Let me show you. Let me just give you an example of why or, or how, if things do go a little bit, I wouldn't say wrong, but slower. So you have a high side and a low side of expectation. If they come out towards the low side early on, here's how, how it could happen. That Urban, while putting all this emphasis on strength and performance, uh, if he overplays that stroke and he doesn't realize that it's really just about the guys and it's about the players. See, with him, they're not going to beat themselves. Coaches like that don't allow them the teams to beat themselves. You hardly ever see a detail-oriented coach, a guy who's all about conditioning, who's all about performance, who's all about competition, who's all about preparation, who really, really hates losing, and he wears, it, he wears the disdain for losing on his sleeve. You hardly see guys like that beat them, uh, have teams that beat themselves. In the past, we've seen the Jaguars teams beat themselves with mistakes. That won't happen with Urban Meyer. So the floor of the expectation goes up. Because of the type of coach he is, they won't beat themselves. All right? At least they'll learn to not beat themselves. They're going to be prepared. They're going to be in position. They're going to be – it's going to be all of that, right? 
But just like in free agency, when Urban said he wanted to basically talk to the guys and sell them on coming here and blah, 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 and this, that. And then the, the first day after unrestricted free agency started, he goes, that didn't go how I expected. I, got, I have to understand that this is not college, that that doesn't work, right? Guys want to get paid. That's what he's dealing with in the NFL as far as finances, but it's also something that he's going to deal with on the field. And what I mean by that is this. The fire and brimstone and all of that stuff works in college, mainly because a guy knows that he can be replaced. In the NFL, if you're paying the dude a bunch of money, he kind of knows he can't, right? So now you really have to tap into that guy wanting to run through a brick wall for you just because of who he is and because he doesn't like losing, but he ain't going to do it because of all of this other motivation and these things that worked in college. Urban has to understand, just like any other NFL coach, and you've seen guys come from college before that were absolutely frustrated, Saban, Chip Kelly, all of these dudes. You've seen them come in here before with big personalities and be disappointed. They have to learn basically to be a mini version of psychology, a psychologist. That's what has to happen. If he doesn't grasp early that there's a certain way you communicate with guys in the NFL, and I don't mean being like lovey-dovey with them all the time, but if he doesn't grasp early that, that it's not college, it could, it could start out slower than you expect. If he believes that them just being better at strength and performance, which they need to be, and that's good because don't get it twisted. Every team in the NFL does a good job with conditioning, obviously because it's the top league in the top, you know, league in the world. But there are teams over in the past, like people used to say Seattle and San Francisco when when Jim Harbaugh was in San Francisco and uh, Seattle when they had the Legion of Do People used to say they looked different in uniform than other people. And that could also mean that they just drafted dudes that just looked and, and, and were built different too. But people used to always comment about how they would look like they were the best conditioned team in the league. So there are differences, even though everybody in the NFL has conditioning and everybody has strength. But there, there, there's a difference. And I think the Jaguars will be one of those teams that physically look as good or, or, or appears to be as good as anybody else. But it still comes down to talent. You can whip a guy in shape all day. If he can't play, he can't play. And in the league, it's going to come down to who has the most Jimmys and Joes at the end of the day. So all I'm saying is it's okay to lead with, with that stuff. And it's okay to have all of that stuff. But make no mistake about it. When you line up to play the Kansas City Chiefs, you have to beat Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Chris Jones. Period. I don't care. You can, you can do Pilates all day. You can do whatever you want. To. At the end of the day, that's what you have to deal with. It's talent. And at Florida and Ohio State, he had more talent. They were good at strength and conditioning, but he also had more. He was going to beat the Indianas. He was going to run through those guys. His competition was going to come when he played the big teams. In the NFL, every team's a big team. They're, they all are. So you have to ask yourself early on in, in this first year, does he have the Jimmys and Joes and does he have the talent? And if he does have the talent, 
who is the guy that is the most talented? Well, it's your quarterback. And what is your quarterback? A rookie. And what I tell you rookies don't traditionally do, win games in the NFL. So what's the solution? Nothing. There's nothing wrong with, with, with what they're doing, and there's nothing wrong with what I'm saying. Because if you go back, what I said early in, in segment one is this. They're not doing anything wrong. We just have to harness our expectation. And the expectation is this. Their best player is a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Their second best player is an off-the-ball linebacker, in my opinion, and Miles Jack. They're playing against teams that you can't say that about. The best thing about this team right now is the fact that they do have a rookie quarterback and they have a coach that's very detail-oriented. As far as pure talent, no. No. And we can get fall in love with the names that we know and the people that we know on the team and this guy's going to be good, that guy's going to be – yeah, you know them all. That's why you feel that way. Just think about your college team. Everybody thinks their college team is going to be good because they know 85 guys on the roster. The bottom line is they have to be better on the field as players. They have to be better than the people that they're going against. We fall in love with the process. We fall in love with drafting. We fall in love with all of this, and we fall in love with all of the words. We fall in love with the, the process and the promises and the newness of everything. But now it's about to be reality, and reality is this. If they win six games, it doesn't mean that they made a bad decision. If they win six games, it's because this is hard. This is not easy. Turning this thing around from 1-15 and 15 to go and try to become a team that can win the Super Bowl, it's not easy, and it's usually not something that you fix in one offseason. We're going to get to the third segment here. So I'm going to tell you what I think might happen. And like I said, I'm not being Debbie Downer for you. What I'm trying to do is get you guys, let's let's start being realistic and let's start let's don't put a cap on it. If you think they're gonna go to the Super Bowl, leave leave room for that to happen. Leave room for it to happen. I mean, that's a good thing. We need that kind of enthusiasm. They're gonna need our support in that way. I'm just I'm just happy the thing got turned around, man. You guys know how I've been feeling about this forever. And I do think it's turned around. But I do think now we have to understand that we're on a journey. Just because it turned around, you're not at your destination. Let's enjoy this ride. Let's that, Hey, this is, this is going to be something that this city and all of these players and this organization is going to have to do together. And if it doesn't come right away, it's okay. It's okay. You know what I mean? It's all right. Nothing, you know... It doesn't mean the end of the world if it doesn't all happen overnight. I'm going to tell you more of what I think might happen because I keep getting these questions answered, uh, asked to me, like what's the expectation, what's the high and the low. So we talked about some of the temper and the expectation. Now let's talk about some of the positive stuff of what I believe might happen this year for the Jaguars. And we'll do it in segment number three here on Locked on Jaguars. I got to tell you about Built Bar. I'm always telling you about Built Bar. Why am I always doing that? Because Built Bar is the greatest protein bar ever. What's your favorite flavor? 
I'm going to tell you mine, and you ought to know it's the salted caramel. I love the contrast of that salt and that gooey, sweet taste of that caramel. And for me to love caramel, y'all got to understand, I'm not a sweet tooth. But for me to really, really love these built Bars, they actually give me exactly what I need to get me going through the day. And they satisfy that palate. I'm trying to work out, doing some cardio, and I'm trying to watch my waistline a little bit because everybody else has been watching it because it expanded last year in 2020. Well, you know what? Built Bar's helping me out with that because this thing is packed with protein, very few calories, very low sugar, very low carbs. So I can enjoy Built Bar during the day between my meals and not have to worry about it being unhealthy. And you can do the same thing if you order Built Bars at BuiltBar.com. You can get 15% off if you use the promo code LOCKED15. That's right. LOCKED15 gets you 15% off of your order of Built Bars. Use the promo code at BuiltBar.com. If you want to follow them on Twitter, go to at bar underscore built for all the latest news and updates. And maybe sometimes even a special occasion limited time flavor gets announced. It's Built Bar at BuiltBar.com. Make sure you use the promo code LOCK15 to get your 15% off. I got to tell you all about RockAuto.com. Man. RockAuto.com is the cold truth. First of all, they are today's sponsor. Second of all, that's where you can get every single part or accessory for any make or any model of vehicle that you have, unless you have a DeLorean, I think. But you can get them at rockauto.com, and you can get them for the same prices as a professional, even if you're a do-it-yourselfer. And they'll ship them to your door fast and in a hurry, and you'll get them. Don't be going to chain stores, man, taking time off from work, going in there talking to these guys, and these guys can't even – deliver the parts to you without having to run somewhere and go get them. RockAuto.com only needs you to get on your laptop or your mobile device and order. And voila, they'll get delivered to you. Every single thing you can imagine, and they've been doing this for over two decades. So RockAuto.com is a great company. They have a box that when you go on the site, they're going to say, how did you hear about us? I want you to put Locked On in that box. RockAuto.com is family. You can be family too. Make sure you get your parts and accessories at rockauto.com. All right, man. So moving along, rolling along here on uh, this glorious Tuesday. Here's what I think could happen for Jacksonville this year. I think they're going to be a very detailed team. I think they're going to uh, not make mistakes. I think um, they're going to fly on, fly around on defense. I think they're going to be a run-heavy team. They're going to use a lot of play action. They're going to get the ball out of Trevor's hands really, really fast. I think you'll see guys emerge as future superstars. LaVisca Chenault, Travis Etienne, and I think Mr. Steady Eddie James Robinson won't disappoint. I believe the Jacksonville Jaguars will be competitive in every single game that they play. And I think the real football fan, without looking at what the record or trying to anticipate what the record is, I think if you follow this team, what you're going to get is a feeling of they're on their way. We're getting there. This is really, really real. I gave an example yesterday when I did an interview to somebody. I said, do you realize that that year that we all realized that Seattle, and I know Jaguar fans are sick of using Seattle as 
the example, but it's the one that comes to mind because it's the last time I can remember an organization. Like the Chiefs, I can't use them as an example because they were never bad. The Chiefs have like been consistently consistent for like the last 30 years, right? And Andy Reid has always been a guy who's always been pretty good at what he does, great at what he does, actually. And his teams have always been super, super competitive. So the reason why Seattle is the team that I kind of constantly use is because that's the last time a team was like really, really bad. And then you finally saw them get good and all the players were really young. They didn't break the team up for a long time. And then they went on this little run where they were great for like six or seven years. But then they still managed to be really, really good for over a decade, right? For Pete Carroll's entire tenure there. And it doesn't seem like they'll, you know, you can't imagine, you can't even envision that they'll ever, that they'll ever not be at least decent, right? That's what you want. You want to elevate your franchise. They'll never go back to being the Seattle that didn't win the Super Bowl. Once you win the Super Bowl and then you continue to be consistently hanging around the playoffs the way they are right now, and it goes back to the quarterback. But the thing is, is once you do that, you, you changed forever. Tom Brady leaves New England, but New England is changed forever. New England will always be New England now. They'll never go back to being the New England Patriots with the little man on the helmet hiking the ball before they ever won a championship. Not in the minds of their fans and not in the minds of people around the league, they won't. Dallas has been awful to me the last 25 years, but they're still the Dallas Cowboys because they used to win Super Bowls. The Washington football team, in the eyes of those fans, they will never, ever go back to being anything other than the Joe Gibbs Hogs. I know because I used to be one of them. I'm telling you, once you win, things change. So the reason why I'm using Seattle as an example, because that's the last team that I can remember that has had sustained success after winning a championship. But we saw them get there. So this is what I think is going to happen. They're going to be a lot like that team. The Jaguars will be a lot like that first Seattle team, the one that wasn't even a 500 team. I think, what was their record, 7-8-1 or something like that? And they got into the playoffs, and Beast Mode went crazy and almost caused a hurric- uh, 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 an earthquake when he ran through people and dove into the end zone and they beat the Saints in the playoffs. Is that, I don't know, I'm not saying they're going to the playoffs, but what I'm telling you is that team was super competitive even though they weren't 500. But they got into the playoffs because – nobody else in that division act like they could wanted to win it and they got in but you knew that if they made it in because of their makeup and because of how they were playing you knew they they were a problem and even though they ended up losing that year in the playoffs here's what you knew about them they're coming get ready it's this is it's different they're young they're strong and you give them another year in the draft and another round of free agency, watch what happens. That's what I think Jacksonville is going to be. I don't know what the record's going to be. It could be 7-10. and 10. It could be 10-7. and 7. It could be 8-9. and 9. It could be 9-8. and 8. Hey, man, it might even be 11-6. and 6. I don't know. I don't, I'm not put, trying to put a cap on it. It could be 6-11. and 11, I doubt it. But what I'm telling you is there's going to be a feeling at the end of this year regardless of whether they make it to the playoffs or not, that they've turned it around. And, and, and they, they're competitive. And at the end of 2021-22, at the end of the 21-22 season, you will hear people saying, watch out. 
And you as Jaguar fans will have that feeling of watch out. So what's the difference between that and right now? That and right now is right now you're, a lot of people, you feel the enthusiasm of a team that's going to challenge for the Super Bowl. But the reality is that's probably not what's going to happen. I think more realistic is what I just said, right? So it doesn't seem like if you look, you know, forward that that matches what your expectation is. But I think you will see that as the league or as the year goes on, it absolutely matches the realistic expectation that you should have for this football team. A realistic expectation also is when you wake up in the morning, you can listen to Locked On Today and get all the news from around the world of sports because I know you can expect that because Peter Bukowski delivers Monday through Friday. Locked On Today is a podcast. It's 20 fast, hard minutes telling you everything about what's going on and using the local experts from around the country. Sometimes yours truly is even blessed enough to get on to let you know what's going on in the world of sports. You can catch that on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts and subscribe to Locked On Today. It's your man, Tony Wiggins. I'll give you a couple more episodes the rest of this week. Starting on uh, Monday, we go back to five days a week, bringing you uh, the the hot topics and podcasts. Also, I'm going to let you know right now, we're going to start having this on YouTube. So I'm finalizing and finishing up the touches on the YouTube site. But this show is going to be aired on YouTube every day. And you can see it. You can watch it. You can listen to the podcast. And you can go see my ugly, beautiful mug, depending on how you feel about me. <laughs> but it'll be on YouTube on the Locked On Jaguars YouTube channel. I'll share all of that information, too, as well, and let you know exactly when that's done. It could be as early as this week once I finish getting all of the stuff set up. I, I moved into a new office at work and I set up a podcasting area. So we, we're going to have great lighting and uh, it's just me. I just got to get used to the technical stuff so I can make sure that we deliver it to you the way it's supposed to be done here for Locked On and Techna. So uh, that being said, I'll get with y'all tomorrow, man. But like I said, this isn't a Debbie Downer show. It's just the reality, uh, you know, of what uh, could possibly happen here for the Jags in 2021 and 22 as we get ready and get close to training camp. All right, y'all keep taking care of each other, man, and we'll see you like we always do.